What is up, everybody, and welcome back in to another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight, like always, every Sunday with my co-host, Dustin Smith, a lot of great football on, playoff football, but man, the Auburn Tigers went on the road, your 16th ranked Auburn Tigers, and get a dub, man, 81-66, to improved to 16-3 and on the year, and 6-1 and in the Southeastern Conference, Dustin, man. What a hell of a performance it was from the Auburn Tigers, brother. How did you feel Saturday watching that beatdown? It was awesome. I was watching Zanaya get to cook. I like the fact that we realized pretty early, okay, we're not knocking down the threes, so we started to go inside. We shot 50% on field goals, but only 17.6 from three. So, so uh, I mean, you've talked about it before, shot selection is improving. Guys are starting to figure out, hey, this is this is my role in this team. I can do this, and we're a selfless team. You look down the score sheet, and everybody's balanced. You see a guy with flying. No turnovers, three assists, eight points, ten rebounds. Just you see a guy like Wendell having what I thought was his best overall game as a point guard with 16 points and, and 12 assists, so – I think this team is playing up, and we're going to have a very interesting week coming up with an A and M team that's five and one in the conference. We're six and one, so obviously big for the standings. And then um, a team that beat us in the SEC tournament last year. And then Saturday we go on the road to Morgantown. So four games where you only have one at home. You know, three tough. Well, I say tough, but three road games in there. And um, I like where this team is headed, man. Yeah, Dustin, and one guy I wanted to start out real quick early on talking about is Jonai Broom, man. 30 minutes, 12 of 17 from the floor, 11 boards, and 27 points, man. It, you could see it early on, Dustin, how dominant he was, man. Just talk a little bit about Jonai, and we can even talk a little bit about the other big three that we got, Jalen Williams, Wendell Green Jr., and Alan Flanagan. We saw what Wendell did down the stretch and closing these games out the way he's been doing, man. Uh, just what a performance from these four guys, really. Well, the thing about Zanai and Jalen is it's like, okay, you lost two first-round picks with Walker and Jabari, but these guys right here, they're a drop-off. You know, they're not as talented, but it's not that much a drop-off, and they have things that they do individually that are different. Like, it's not even the same game. They do things a little bit – some things better than those guys do. Yeah. Um, so – and they have the experience. They've been in the NCAA tournament. They're not fresh from that and been in those kind of situations where you get in the second round versus an experienced Miami team and Walker and Jabari don't have their best nights. They come up short. These guys have been there. Jalen was on our team last year, so he's going to be fired up come March. And you just you see him shooting more. You're seeing him get more confident. Uh, it seems like Janai's over the little big toe injury that was bugging or whatever that was. He was mm-hmm. aggressive. And that's the thing I liked was we identified early. This is the mismatch. And everybody was selfless. Not a lot of ISO, not a lot of hero ball tonight, a lot of ball movement. Mm-hmm. And just, hey, we'll get to, we'll get to the big man. South Carolina said we're going to go 1 3 1, which like we keep talking about where we're seeing it. <laughs> and, Flan just goes right to the holes and shoots it. Yeah. Jalen says, okay, here's my little floater, and he shoots it. 
And uh, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen that defense so much since the Athens game, really, to where it's like we're just pretty comfortable attacking it. And the thing too is to go three for seventeen from three and still have eighty-one points. Yeah, like you you were cooking, man. You were you were doing things down low. You figured out South Carolina's weakness and just kind of dominated them. Yeah, man, and and look, for for anybody that's going to sit here and say, well, you beat the worst team in the conference or whatever, uh, Auburn went on the road and scored 81 points and shot 50% from the field, Dustin. They went 30 of 60 from the floor. So, in my opinion, that's refreshing to see, and we're finding out all around this conference, if you don't bring your A game, no matter who you play, it doesn't matter. This team beat Kentucky a couple weeks ago, Dustin. So yeah, you you can't take them you can't take them lightly. And with a guy like Gigi Jackson, who I do want to point out, who is an absolute stud for them, he dropped thirty on us. All right, he had thirty of their sixty six. So it was refreshing to me to see this Auburn team go on the road. We know defense travels, but for you to go on the road and shoot fifty percent and like you said, man, was a, a nice little crowd, Dustin. A nice little yeah. crowd on hand. And and I think you mentioned uh, off off recording that last year, you know, there was like, what, 150 people in the seats? It was pathetic. Yeah. So, man. Uh, they're, they're still not good this year. So, it does show that they've kind of re – they said, okay, we're going to refocus on basketball. So, it was, a, it was a nice crowd that we had to go up against. Yeah, and, and to see this Auburn team, man – Single-digit turnovers. I mean, you you did shoot 72% from the line, but but I'm okay with that. But to shoot 50% on the road, because we know, Dustin, this defense is going to win us ball games, man. And that was what was refreshing to me, was to just see this domination from start to finish. And it started early. Out the gate, Joe Nye was a dominant force, man. And that is what really stuck out to me was this team is rolling. Like you always say, things are things are starting to get defined and, and guys are starting to take their roles on this team. And it was just a beatdown, Dustin, from start to finish, wire to wire, an absolute beatdown. And now you're sitting at six and one in the conference, and you're right behind Alabama, and there's Tennessee right there, and A and M, who we got coming up. Man, I mean, just a dominant performance, Dustin. Yeah, I mean it's balanced. You know, look, and <laughs> so last week you get eight from Leor. I mean, excuse me, earlier in the week you get eight from Leor. Well, tonight, Leo doesn't play his best. Uh, only in, in eight minutes, he only gets one point. Yep. But all of a sudden, you get aid from Yo on Treyor. How about him? Minutes. How about him, Dustin? Yeah, so he shoots two for five from three. But, like, to me, it's a plus because you probably don't want him shooting five threes. But right now, it doesn't matter. You just want him to start getting his confidence back. You just mm-hmm. want him to start feeling comfortable shooting the ball again yep. and the other stuff will come with it. And if he can continue to, I felt like even though the other night, even though he didn't have any kind of really crazy stats in the nine minutes he played the other night, 
I thought in those nine minutes that was the first time he didn't look lost. And he didn't look lost mm. last night. So maybe, man, if, you know, if you can start getting 10, 12 minutes where he's coming off the bench and he's getting you anywhere between four to eight points and a couple rebounds and providing energy, that's just another depth piece. And then when you're getting that out of your guys that are coming in off the bench, mm-hmm. it's like when it, there's obviously a drop off, but when it's not that much of a drop off, it just gives you like when your other when your starter comes back in, that other team is just like, dude, like <laughs> over four over forty minutes, it just wears you out. Like the way that. Georgia has suffocated teams on football over the past two years. Mm-hmm. By we just keep rotating in guys that can play, and they do these things that they're like, like Dylan Caldwell. Okay, Dylan, nine minutes, two assists, two points. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, but the energy he brings, like the constant in your face on defense, everything else that he's doing, like. When those are your role players, or yep. those are your glue guy. When a guy like Chris Moore is your glue guy, oh, dude, man, you're you're deep, and you can cause teams some problems. And and Dustin, you're doing this without a CMO, all right. And and right. W- one thing I wanted to ask you tonight is, you know, we got Zep, Flan, Win, J Will, and Joe Nye starting, all right. Does Flan go to the bench when Semo gets back, or does Semo go to the bench and they just keep rocking with this five right now? And Semo goes to the second unit and um, and does his work there. What do you think happens there? Oh, there's no way you can take Flan off the court right now. The way, yeah. the way Flan's playing is just incredible. He's doing yeah. everything, and he you go back and look at his every the last four games it's like eight rebounds seven rebounds nine mm-hmm. rebounds he had 10 rebounds last night no turnovers with three assists dude he's he's playing the best boys played in a long time he's figuring out what it is that he needs to do his perimeter defense there's a reason why mississippi state shot over 18 the other night i know they're not a good three-point shooting team but there's a re- like he had a big part in that and he just really – he's got that pop back. Like he looks like he's back fully athletically. athletically. Mm-hmm. And now with the, the the mind is starting to come with that. It's yeah. all really clicked for Flan. And, like, I don't ever see anybody on our team lollygag. Oh, man. Now, we have times on offense where, like – we're not moving the ball and doing the right things. That's not an effort thing. There's never a time where I look at our team and I go, okay, well, we're just out here just half-assing it. We're sandbogging it. Like, dude, we're, we play so hard, and we have guys 1 through 10, 1 through 11 that, that play so hard. Even a guy like Trey. Trey didn't have a great night, yep. but he just comes in and he plays hard and he's in your face. Um, that can wear – I looked at Vanderbilt uh, – I watched their game versus Georgia, and they ended up winning eighty-five to eighty-two, and it was a it was a fun game and everything. But they're pretty much a team that's got seven, eight guys. Yep. I mean, the more this season goes on, it's just like you've got so many. Let's look at the minutes. Janai plays thirty. Jalen plays thirty. Allen plays thirty-two. Wendell plays thirty-one. Zep plays twenty-two. KD with eighteen. Johan with ten, and then Dylan, Trey, and Leor all with nine. Yep. Okay. 
like everyone's getting significant minutes. They're all starting to figure out their roles. It's just, it's not a flashy team. You have clowns like that Goodman cat um, <laughs> that want to do what they want to do. But like, I'm telling you, man, this is a team that you don't want to see in March. Dustin, how do you not have us ranked in your top 25, dog? Like this this Goodman cat. Come on, man. Like, like I, I shouldn't even have retweeted it. But I did because I was like, you know what, man? This it pisses me off. It pisses me off, honestly. The problem with it is, Blake, is like I don't get in it with him because I know what he's doing. Yeah, like it's just to get the engagement. But the problem is he has an AP vote, so it's like, okay, well, he's actually voting on this. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he clearly isn't taking it serious. It's it's clown. It's clown status, bro. And like, look, I get it, you know. Vote however you want to vote, but don't don't let me see you putting teams like FAU and Charlotte in over Auburn. Come on. He doesn't, even, like, he doesn't believe that. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. It, it's just it, – look, I'm sick of the national media too, Dustin. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it just – look, one thing I will – one thing I, I did want to bring up and I did want to talk about is how about Andy Katz, man? They got Auburn as a five seed. And and I look at the, the projection that he has, and Dustin, like we were talking about this domination and traveling on the road 81-66 to 66 over South Carolina – He's got us at a five seed, man, and and I look at this, and I looked at at the projection, and it had had it had us in the first round playing like Kent State, and then in the second round, uh, it, I think it matched up with like Marquette or something, bro. This Auburn team, the way they're playing right now, could be a Sweet Sixteen basketball team. If I look at that projection, and Andy Katz is a five seed, I think Joe Lenardi had us as a seven seed, whatever. I I don't, I'm not a big fan of his either, but uh. I mean, I, I look at this right now, man, and I think five is the right number for Auburn. And I do think, as a five seed, this Auburn team could make another run. Yeah, I mean, you know, buddy, like, there's still a lot of guys on this team that aren't too happy with the way last year ended. I think you'll see that Wednesday night at the 8 o'clock tip at Neville. I think you'll see some guys that remember A&M eliminating them. Boy, it's KD. KD. If you're going to have a breakout game, my guy, you went 0 for 14 versus them in the SEC tournament. Mm. And we got, we were one and done in that thing, despite being the, when you're the SEC regular champions, you better not be one and done in the tournament. That was embarrassing. And I think they were embarrassed. And if KD now, that would be the night to break out, buddy. Um, Well, Dustin, don't, big week for us, man. Don't put your money on it, Dustin. All right, don't, um, you know, um, don't put your money on him breaking out of anything because I've been waiting for it, man. And I've been trying to like somewhat like just hope and pray. But, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, man. I really don't. But it is a big week for us, Dustin. I, I, I continue, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just no, you're good. You're I, good. I, I get I'm, ticked I'm, I'm off about it. I'm with you on it, you know, I really am. I thought that he at least was controlled. Like, I I think that he, just, yeah. he didn't have a big night or nothing, but, like, he, I, I feel like it was the first time where he didn't. Um, I don't know if the one I got in front of me has his assist total. Dude, let's see, Katie. I feel, I know he had at least, 
Yeah, this can't be correct. This ain't Katie didn't have assists. I know he had one assist at least. Man, so this whatever I'm looking at, this is the Google uh, thing. They got that wrong. He did, did he uh, turn it over? I don't think he turned it over though. That's what I'm saying. Like there wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't like a uh, oh, but he didn't do anything wild or anything like that. I thought he was much more under control. Man, but yeah. I mean, obviously, we need more too. Yeah, and we we got to stop shooting what seventeen percent from three. I mean. We're getting into did the thick of things. Did you see Missouri's performance from three? <laughs> what was it? Against, I, know, I know Alabama clobbered them. Yeah, they went uh, three for 28. And I just, oh. you know, do what Auburn did, brother. When you get when you get to three for 16 or so, stop. <laughs> I think that's where Auburn's going to have to live at. Like, we know we're not a, a three-point shooting team. So, get to the bucket, man. Get Jonai Broom going, yeah, man. Dude exactly. had 27, man. He can't be stopped. You could see it. Clear as day, he couldn't be stopped, Dustin. Can't stop the Jalen Floater. Wendell's finishing a little, some nice ones under the basket lately, man. And and I want to see more of that high pick and roll with Cardwell too, man. I I really like that. Yeah, and nice. uh, it, it it's a little sprinkle to the offense, and and that was one another thing I really was impressed with, man. Is like I saw a lot of off ball movement once again. And it, like you mentioned earlier, it just wasn't so stagnant. Like there wasn't just people standing around isolation basketball. Uh, you just really saw a team that wanted to get out and get moving, get out and transition. And I think th- that is early on what shocked South Carolina, man, is Auburn was able to do those things. And South Carolina wanted to slow Auburn down, and they couldn't, man. Auburn was just up-tempo, pushing the basketball. And uh, and I just thought it was a well-rounded performance from the Auburn Tigers, man. Wendell Green Jr., pat yourself on the back, man. Uh, people keep doubting him, Dustin. People keep doubting him, man. And, you know – one thing I did see on Twitter the other night, and I LOL'd it. I quote tweeted it, and I said, LOL. It was the top 25 point guard so far this season. And bro didn't have Wendell Green Jr. anywhere near it. Like, come on, man. Disrespect. It's disrespect, Dustin. I'm sick of it. Well, here's the thing. We have a coach. That is very, very good at selling the underdog. And I actually remember a speech last year where he was like, this is the first time I I, I have to do opposite at Auburn. All of a sudden, (laughs) we're number one and we're the favorites. And I I, I would rather us be in that underdog role. I just think the progression that we're making right now, we're getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. Instead of playing our best ball, we still yep. can play better ball. We still got some guys that can play a little bit better than what they're playing. And you see that with, with a guy like Johan doing what he did. It's like, man, if you can give us that. Um, Lee or the game of four, if you can give us that. So yep. I'm with you on the win 100%. And it's uh, like I told you before, off air, if – if you get this version of win, then man, you're you're just all of a sudden you're looking and you're saying, how far can this team go? Yep. Because when you go three for seventeen from three and still score eighty one points, it's just like, dude. And we talked about this last episode too. 
we win games in these different kind of ways. Yep. Like we'll have a game where we do commit too many turnovers than we should, but it's okay. We still win. We have a game. What was the last game where we, we barely had any points in transition? Yeah. Like any blocks or any steals, but we still won the game. Like, and that's our whole bread and butter. So we're just, we play so hard, man. There's just so many guys that are diving and going after it. And when has decided that, you know, after that game it happens and he had a little rocky start, first all miss, he's just decided no more. And he's really starting. And the thing that I like about wins game two is, um, and I even saw some of these analytic people on Twitter saying, well, I just don't like the mid-range, you know, either shoot a three or shoot a layup. With the zone that everyone's running against us, He's the mid-range is wide open. He's and cooking. now Wynn's starting to figure out his little move to mm-hmm. get to it, and he's starting to knock that down too. Yep. Yep, 100%, man. Dustin, before we get out of here, last little topic I wanted to see if you uh, if you caught, caught wind of it on, on Twitter is, man, how about Javon Quinterly? Coming out and saying he he this isn't his first time running through the SEC and he and he was gonna smack Auburn by thirty coming up here in a couple weeks. Did you <laughs> did you did you catch that man? Yeah, I did. I, I caught it. Man, let me tell you something. And I like what Joe Nye did. Joe Nye said, "Hey, you're a clown." All right. Like you ain't about to come up in Neville Arena and smack us by thirty, dog. All right. You go sit on the end of the bench. All right. And you you come off that bench and and you keep your mouth shut, all right? Like like don't come up in here with the disrespect, dog. Like we're six and one in the SEC. Just because just because you might be ranked number one in the country tomorrow, all right? Don't come up in here with the disrespect and and just clown on Auburn like we've just fell off the earth, bro. We ain't but a game out of you. So you just gonna come in here and slap us around by thirty? That's clown status, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't really with that. Did you see the DMs that he had with the guy? Yeah, like, bro, you. Why are you DMing fans, dog? Like, what is up with that? <laughs> and then, and then to deactivate it, it's like, well, stand by it, man. You know, bro, uh, deactivated his Twitter, Dustin. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. And you gotta know better. Like you gotta know what Auburn Twitter. Like we gonna we gonna come with it, buddy. That's a fact. And you know we gonna come with it. And the thing too is, it's like, look, I'm not. I'm a great team. Um, I'm not saying they're the best team in the SEC right now. Yep. But the thing is, like I stated before, are you hot too early? We just saw that with our boys last year. You're gonna you're gonna hit a rough patch. Unless you're an all time great team, you're gonna hit a rough patch. Yeah. Now, if they're an all time great team, then we'll know that at the end of the year we'll say whatever. But I've got my suspicions because <laughs> most teams that most teams that are banking on two really talented freshmen get into the tournament like we saw with Auburn, like we just talked about. So there's still a lot of things to see with that. But Ben was a great team. Um, but we got some dogs, man. Like, like we talked about, we got some dogs that ain't ain't gonna play that. Janai is not the kind of person that's gonna play that. Yeah, Jeff's not the kind of person that's gonna play that. 
Uh, Chris Moore is very quiet. He'll be back by then. And Chris Moore is a very quiet person, mm-hmm. but he's not going to play that. Uh, we got a lot of guys, man, that aren't going to deal with any of that. And you are already, like right now, you're the better team. So there was really no reason for you to give us the material. Preach. You even had you even had more of an advantage, right? Because we swept you last year and we we danced mm-hmm. and Bruce did the thing with the broom and all that. Now that goes back to what they did in the Iron Bowl, scoring a touchdown and then going right over to our basketball team and doing the crane kick. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you get what you get. But nevertheless, they have reason to be motivated after getting swept buzz last year. And then all of a sudden, you come out and give us mo- – you're going to beat us by 30 in our arena? Um, you got a time machine? <laughs> you taking us back to 2007 or something? 2012 or something? 13? Yeah, maybe. But even then. I think it was 2013 where there was a game that it was like a 48 to 46 game, you know, like just mm. really bad basketball. Like, listen, I like the fact that Alabama and Auburn are both playing good basketball because that means these are going to be two crazy matchups. No doubt. Both arenas are going to be nuts. Ours will be way louder. Um, but it's going to be crazy. And I can't, I cannot wait for both of those matchups and both of those games. But you're going to beat us by 30, huh? Okay, I just – listen, again, like, I'll give you this quick example, and it goes with more players. But what we talked about previously with Walker, uh, Kessler, Guard, and Castleton in Florida, Walker's a better player than Janai. Mm-hmm. But Janai's got something in him that Walker don't. Mm-hmm. And that trait is the kind of trait to where – it's going to come out when you pissed off tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait till they go to the airplane hangar myself. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it more coming up, Dustin. But, man, uh, getting ready to get out of here, man, like always, just drop your social media stuff, man, and let everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, find me on YouTube at Southern Sports Daily. Always talking SEC sports, talking about the pro teams in the region as well. Did a video the other day, just kind of going over the SEC basketball the whole weekend as a whole, um, and then getting on the Jacksonville game and all that kind of stuff. So follow me over there at Southern Sports Daily. Follow me on Twitter at dmcshad28. And Big 12 SEC basketball challenge this weekend. Mm-hmm. Fired up for that too, buddy. Open going to Morgantown don't do that often so that's gonna be a fun one yeah man 11 a.m tip i believe so uh that'll be a good one man and and a lot of a lot of exciting stuff coming up here for auburn man we know uh coach Hugh free still bringing them in and and uh, on the recruiting trail heavy so that is really really nice to see man and uh bruce pearl bp got the boys rolling we love to see it on a little streak here. Hopefully, we can keep it going. You can catch me live this week for the Texas A&M game on YouTube. Hopefully, I can share that out to Facebook, Twitter. Everybody can hop in. Go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast. Uh, rate the show if you could. We would really appreciate it. It helps it. It drives the algorithm and everything. So uh, we we really appreciate each and every one of you for following this podcast, tuning in for a little Auburn Sports Talk. And with that being said, we will catch you on the next one. We are out. War Damn Eagle.